want you to hit me as hard as you can. Ridley Scott's Gladiator was and continues to be one hell of a film, and over the course of the past 20 years there have been multiple attempts at developing a sequel. The first Gladiator told the story of Maximus Decimus Meridius, a Roman general who found himself reduced to slavery when Commodus, the power-hungry son of Emperor Marcus Aurelius, betrayed him and seized control of Rome after murdering his own father. Escaping his execution, albeit wounded, Maximus raced back home only to find that his house had been destroyed and his wife and son had been murdered. After burying his family, Maximus was close to death, but was found by slavers who treated his wounds and sold him to Proximo, a trainer of gladiators. Although initially reluctant to fight, Maximus used his military experience and became a much respected and celebrated gladiator. Commodus then challenged Maximus to a one-on-one -on -one battle in the Colosseum, but secretly stabbed him in order to give himself an advantage, that sneaky bastard. Despite suffering mortal injury, Maximus managed to kill Commodus before finally succumbing to his wounds, thereby avenging his family. Gladiator premiered on May 1st, 2000 and was a critical and box office success, grossing a little over $460 million worldwide, making it the second highest grossing film of that year behind Mission Impossible 2. Come award season, Gladiator was the film to beat. It was nominated for 12 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Original Screenplay, Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, Best Original score, best film editing, best sound, and best visual effects. The film would take home five awards at the 73rd Academy Awards ceremony, including Best Picture and Best Actor for Russell Crowe, as well as snagging Best Picture at both the Golden Globes and the BAFTA Awards. When a film is that successful, it's only natural that talk of a sequel would follow, even if it doesn't necessarily make sense. Given the death of Maximus, the biggest issue was that a sequel wouldn't have been able to include Russell Crowe in any major capacity. But Ridley Scott and Russell Crowe reached out to Nick Cave, a musician best known as the lead of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, to pen a script that would feature much more of Maximus. The result was a screenplay that either would have been one of the greatest sequels ever, or one of the biggest misfires in Hollywood history. While Gladiator was largely grounded in reality, Nick Cave's script for Gladiator 2 was filled to the brim with the mythology of ancient Rome. The sequel would have opened with Maximus awakening not in Elysium with his deceased family as was depicted in the closing moments of Gladiator, but in a rain-soaked wasteland filled with a countless number of wretched souls. With the help of a guide named Mordecai who was able to shift between the world of the dead and the world of the living, Maximus travels to a ruined temple where he meets Jupiter, Apollo, Mars, Pluto, Neptune, Mercury, and Bacchus. That's right, just about a dozen pages into the script, and they're already throwing actual Roman gods at us. However, the deities appear to be diseased and decrepit as they explain that they have been betrayed by Hephaestus, a fellow god who now believes in a being more powerful than any of them. The Roman gods make a deal with Maximus, promising him that they will reunite him with his wife and son if he kills Hephaestus for them. Despite being warned by Mordecai that the gods are lying to him, and that his wife had already made a deal to resurrect his son, Maximus sets off in search of Hephaestus and soon finds him. But instead of a powerful god, Maximus discovers that Hephaestus is actually near death after he was deserted by his followers. Following a short conversation with the dying god, Maximus suddenly finds himself back in the world of the living more than a decade after his own death. 
He joins up with a band of Christians who are being massacred and persecuted by Romans, led by Lucius, who has unfortunately grown up to be just as evil as his uncle. It is later revealed that Lucius's hatred of Christians stems from the death of his mother some years prior. Lucius explains that his mother had lost hearts following Maximus's death, and that she joined up with a group of Christians that led to her being stoned to death by a mob. This persecution of Christians was based on a real-life event known as the Decian Persecution, which occurred in 250 AD. Maximus meets up with his son, Marius, who is indeed alive but doesn't recognize him, as well as Juba, the former gladiator played by Jimon Honsu in the first film. Mordecai appears once again, although Maximus seems to be the only one who can see him, an ancient Roman twist on I see dead people. In true sequel fashion, the Colosseum also makes a return, bigger and better than ever, as it's been flooded with water and stocked with 100 alligators for a mock naval battle between gladiators and Christian prisoners. Honestly, the whole project might have been worth it for that scene alone. Maximus and Juba begin training and arming a group of Christian soldiers in secret for a showdown with Lucius's forces, who seem hellbent on wiping them out. The script comes to a climactic and blood-soaked conclusion with a massive ground battle that unfortunately finds Juba meeting his end at the hands of Lucius, which prompts a fierce sword battle with Maximus. Maximus obviously emerges triumphant, but before he can deal the death blow, Marius fires an arrow into Lucius's neck, killing him. Looking over the blood-soaked battlefield, now filled with the butchered bodies of Christians and Romans alike, Marius drops to his knees in despair, bellowing to the heavens, O oh Lord, what have we done? Now, here's where things get really crazy. We're treated to an X-Men Origins Wolverine-style montage of Maximus fighting in battles throughout the centuries, including the Crusades, both World Wars, and the Vietnam War, coming to an end with Maximus now working at the modern-day Pentagon, cursed to participate in an unending cycle of conflict and bloodshed. According to Nick Cave, Russell Crowe's reaction was short and to the point. Don't like it, mate. Even so, Cave later said that he enjoyed writing the script so much because he knew that it was too crazy to ever get made. For a while, it seemed as though the Gladiator sequel was dead and buried, but in March of 2017, Ridley Scott stated that he had thought of a way to bring Russell Crowe back and was working to persuade him to return. It's also not clear if Russell Crowe will be involved this time around, but the actor isn't about to hold his breath that the sequel will actually happen. If they're having conversations about that, those conversations haven't included me, said Crowe while speaking with Screen Rant in August 2020. The actor explained he doesn't know what the producers have in mind, but he cautions fans that they have genuinely been having the same conversations since the year 2000. That doesn't sound like a man who's overly convinced that he'll be suiting up for a return to ancient Rome anytime soon. Although the Gladiator sequel seems to be in motion once again, the history of the project doesn't exactly give me confidence that it will get made. Even if it does, it's a good bet that it won't feature resurrected gladiators and Roman gods. What do you folks think? Would you like to have seen Nick Cave's crazy take on Gladiator 2, or are you still holding out hope for the more traditional Gladiator sequel that's currently in development? Let us know, and as always, if you have a suggestion for other movies that almost were that you'd like to see us cover, please feel free to leave them in the comments below.
Retain! 